Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeartRadio and two-time People's Choice Award-winning podcast. Hello, everybody. We're scrubbing in. We are back from Palm Springs, and what an adventure that was oh. Oh. for some of us. I think for most of us. Yeah. I would say it was a a journey for all of us in some capacity. I would say, you know, we didn't hear much from Danielle, but she was part of the debauchery too. <laughs> for sure. Everybody, literally everybody minus Easton and Allison were like toasty roasties. Yeah, but yeah, it you don't understand because because of the severity of my case, a lot of people swept under the radar without exposing themselves the level of drunkenness there was because obviously I was at the top of the totem pole. I won award for most drunk. Yay. Yay. I love to win. Who was right below you? Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> and she just went to bed, I think. I don't think she had to do a podcast or anything. No, so. no, she barely made it to the end of our taping. She popped in like 10 minutes before and was like, did they mention the hotel? Okay, I'm going to go now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Just making sure all the important things got hit, and then I was out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Danielle and I were in the pool. She was like, I think she was the one who kept buying the drinks. Like, I kept having a new drink, and or your husband, John, actually. He was the supplier of the Spicy Marks. 
you're outing us out right now. <laughs> like I flew was, under the radar. I know. I, like, you know, I couldn't let that happen. I was like, I put my, I exposed myself. I put it all out there. It's time today. We're bringing the rest of you to light. Everybody else is going down. Yeah. I already, I already did my part. So I do have to say though, Becca, the fact that you allowed us to post that video it just truly speaks volumes as to what a giver you are because <laughs> that video has brought so much joy and laughter into not just my life, but into many people's lives. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> all it was was just a little fade out uh, of sorts. <laughs> I said, it's time to go now. And I did what I had to do to save my dignity and the podcast. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to expose Danielle and John because they were in the pool with me and Easton walked by and was like, tapped on his watch and was like, um, are we still doing the podcast at five? And I just remember looking up at him like, oh, yeah, we have that. Oh, yeah. That's why we're well, here. Because Sabrina was going to be on the Zoom at five. So it's not like you could push it or move it. You do it or cancel, you know? Right. That's what I think. I think I I knew we were had it scheduled at five, which I left the pool at like three twenty ish. Um, I knew we had it at five, but I forgot why it was at five. Like I forgot we had a guest. So I was like, OK, OK, I need to like clean up in here. And then they're like Sabrina's on the Zoom. I was like, what? I promise to all of you we're more professional than this. It just <laughs> happened to be that we were not in our like our typical element and we were like girls gone wild. Totally <laughs> girls spring. gone wild. I think it is because like we've been super quarantined since March. Do you know what I mean? Like normally we like go out and about the town. We go and like have a drink at the bar, have a couple, you know, we haven't done that. No, I mean, and no. So this was like our not. first weekend. <laughs> Wait, can I tell you guys, it was actually so sad. So Red Star was actually like really excited about um, like being able to bond. Like he's never really spent much time with like Easton Allison or Danielle and John. I mean, he's like met everybody, but he hasn't like spent quality time. And so he was like, we kind of had like a fun game situation set up for Saturday after we finished the podcast. Like we wanted to do like dinner and like games and like uh-huh. with everybody. Yeah. And so <laughs> He was kind of like bummed, but he was like, this was a different bonding experience for sure with everybody. That's so funny because we were out on the loungers. This was post nap. This is post, uh, yeah, nap, throwing up nap. And then I came to a minute. Came to. I was freezing in the room. So I went and laid out one of the loungers and Red Star came out and laid on the other one with me. And I was like, just moaning. I could not get comfortable. I was in like fetal position and He's like, can I get you anything? I'm like, I, I think I just got to postmate the pizza and some Gatorade. Like, that's my only option right now. So I did it. And he's like, can I have one of those? <laughs> he's like, before it got there, he's like, do you think you'd mind if I had a piece of pizza? I'm like, no, it's fine. We're all in the same boat. We're all in this together. He was really nice, though, because he was really thinking, like, I had poisoning or, like, food poisoning or something. I know. He was really worried. And then I was laughing because, like, as I'm leaning over the ice bucket, and I could hear him saying, like, she's food, like, this has to be food poisoning. I'm like, no, this is overconsumption. <laughs> the amount of times that this man has held back either mine or my best friend's hair from puking is just really one really too many. Too, yeah, too too soon for that um yeah it was great I I do vaguely remember seeing Mark before we started our our interview with Sabrina it was like also very fuzzy but (laughs) I was like can he tell I was literally like dad tell that I'm wasted right now 
I I got a kick out of the after it was all uh, put on hold. Everyone was like, okay, we're gonna redo, continue this some other time. We got a text from Romo Danielle saying, "I'm not sure why she threw up. We're looking into it." And I was like, <laughs> "I think I have an idea." <laughs> I can I have a story really we're quick? Can I have a second to tell it. a story? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to find out, she said. <laughs> wow. so earlier that day i at, with red star at the pool i was talking to him i was bonding and then um we were talking about like day drinking how we haven't neither of us had day drinks in the longest time and i was like ah, i just like i'm a two glass wine type of person like i'm not gonna rage or anything and then like a few hours later my literal images went down the toilet i'm like oh my god i know he was like kept saying how pretty he was like danielle's like the she's like the mother hen she really because the whole time when we were by the pool she was like okay you guys have a podcast at five and he would like kind of kept looking at me he was like i like danielle you know she's very keeping you guys <laughs> keeping you guys on track you know we got business here to do and then like cut two three hours later and she's like <laughs> she says we're looking like, into it spicy mark <laughs> <laughs> oh my god wow that is the funniest thing we're looking into it don't know how this could be happening right that's now. so funny mark oh wow what a gift that information is <laughs> well we're back we're professional have you drank um, since palm springs so i tried to have like a, a hard oh. seltzer last night and I, I took two sips and i was like nope a what? A hard seltzer? Yeah, like a... Well, it's called Ashland seltzer. It's like a white claw. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. So, like, baby alcohol. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that means, but no, it, it definitely does the job. It I, does? Yeah, but I couldn't. The, the, I had two sips in, and I was like, mm-mm. Not ready. Not ready. Yeah. Give me a minute. I'm going to give my, my body a minute. Yeah. I, I, Sunday was a recovery day for sure. At 10.30 in the morning... I'm like getting on the road to head back to LA. I'm like, I think there's a Sonic nearby. I go and I get mozzarella sticks, French fries, a corn dog, and a Dr. Pepper. And then I was like soaring. I'm like, now I'm just going to go home. I'm going to chill. There's something to that. There's like science or something. And what do I know? But like I've grease. heard that grease, yeah, grease kills a hangover. Well, it, it did something. So the I will say, I experienced the hangover that night that it happened. So I didn't wake up super. It wasn't horrible. I just felt tired, but yeah, it wasn't was like tired. horrible. And then I got home and I found out that my uh, one of my younger sisters uh, tested positive for COVID. And my other sister came home and was around her. So then I'm like, are you kidding? This is not a good situation. So then... We all got tested yesterday. It's been a week because we did the quarantine thing again, like not leaving the house. Felt really cooped up, but we're all negative, so. Yeah, I know. Before she came over to do the podcast, and I was like, so uh, what's the Rona situation like over at the Tilly household? <laughs> yeah, if I wouldn't have had the results, I definitely wouldn't have. We would have been back on Zoom. Okay. I'm, I'm pretty like, respectful of the yeah. situation. Um, so, yeah, everything's good. That test is brutal, though. Yeah. Ooh, chills. Um, but yeah, last weekend was fun. Like, I have to say it was a really good time. People were like, did you have fun at least? I'm like, I think like, Are you, yeah, we did. Yeah, but that was the whole day. 
I know, but remember the night before we had such cute time in the hot tub? Yeah, it was great. We had a great time. Um, so you did your Paris date. And you did it as a date and not a single modern woman night. You did it with Red Star. Yes. So first of all, I was going to do it with my girlfriend last weekend. Okay. But uh, she ended up like, she like went out on like a boat all day. She got like super seasick. <laughs> She's like, I'm not up to it. And I was like, totally fine, whatever. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to like, I'm like, I'll just like wait. And then uh, I was going to do it the next night. So I was going to, she was sick Saturday. So I was like, oh, let's just do it tomorrow. And then I was talking to Red Star, and because and, he's like, oh, you didn't do it tonight. And I was like, no, she was she felt sick, and so we're going to postpone. And he's like, I like, he's like, I'll do it with you if you want. And I was like, oh, that's really cute. He, like, wanted to do it with yeah. you. He's so I'll do I'll be. I'm like, yeah, he said, I'd like to do it okay. with you. Yeah, so I was like, okay, okay. Uh, not okay, okay. I was like, okay. <laughs> um, and so we did it actually last night. Uh-huh. Um. And I got like this little, I don't know if you've heard of these like homesick candles, but they like have, um, yeah, the title, the city or whatever. Yeah. They yeah. have like a city on them. So I got one that said France on it and I got like these little oh country. That would be the country. Right. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Some of them say cities and some of them okay. don't. It says France. That one said France <laughs> on it. And then, um, I got like these little, Eif- little mini Eiffel towers and, um, and then we cooked um, mussels, and we did, like, a French tuna nissoise salad. It was so Whoa. bomb, like, and so fun and cute. And we, like, played the playlist, and we danced and, uh, like, danced, slow danced to the <laughs> Parisian music. Danced in France. We danced in France. And uh, it was really, really cute. Yeah, and then we watched super- a little bit of one of the movies, but ended up falling asleep. Cute. The one Ryan well, wanted you to watch? Yeah, Paris Can Wait. You didn't get through it? No, I, I liked it. it. We didn't fall asleep because it was bad. We just fell asleep because, like, sure. tired. Apparently the movie yeah. can wait, too. Um, yeah. The movie's actually really cute. <laughs> the movie's really cute. But uh, So I got halfway through that. But before your night, I get a text oh, that yeah. says some bad news. I have a UTI again. I've been on the toilet for hours. Oh, my God. <laughs> Literally? And we have Paris night tonight. <laughs> So I think I got a little too cocky because I've been doing all these, Uh taking all these steps and like been doing really well with my UTIs lately. So like I've been getting a little cockier than I should. And like even when we were in Palm Springs, normally when I uh, go in the pool, I like or in the ocean, I literally like change my bottoms within like five minutes. Like I. Yeah. In Palm Springs, we went in the pool for a second and then she's like, I got to go change my bottom. So it's like. Yeah, so, like, I do it really fast, but then the second time I got in the pool, I left my bathing suit on for, like, an hour and didn't, like, whatever. So, I've been getting a little bit cocky with not taking my necessary precautions. And so, yesterday was, like, I had all this stuff prepped. Like, we were getting the the muscles, like, you know, it just, it was, like, a lot of prep for the night. We, you know, just, it wasn't just, like, slapped together. So, I was, like, I don't want to postpone the night. But when you, when your UTI comes on strong, like... I literally was on the toilet for two hours and I didn't want to move. And I was just like, I don't know what to do because I knew if I told him, he'd be like, let's postpone. So I'm like talking to Becca and I was like, I just have to call my gyno, get my prescription and just like pray that these like meds kick in fast. So like I go to CVS and I swear this is like the best story ever because um, I get to the front of the line and mind you, like being away from the toilet for even five minutes is like excruciating when you have a UTI. 
So I'm in line. I'm waiting for like 20, 30 minutes. And by that time, I'm just like, like, like literally hunched over at the front of the line. And the lady looks at me and she's like, I'm so sorry. We're like super backed up right now. I only have four of these pills. Um, can you come back in like an hour or like wait for like an hour? And I literally looked at her and I go, I'll take the four pills now and I'll come back tomorrow for the rest. I was like, I'm in so much pain right now. And she literally looks at me and she goes, let me see what I can do. And she like goes to the back and she's like scurrying around, scurrying, scurrying, took her a little bit of time, but she came back and gave me the full prescription and she was like, feel better. And I was just like, this girl clearly has chronic UTIs. I just knew because she literally looked at me and just goes, let me see what I can do. Yeah. I was going to say, you're so lucky it was a woman because she's yeah. like, I know that pain. Yes. <laughs> I know the severity. I see it in your eyes. Let me help you. Yeah. So then I call Red Star and I'm like, I have good news and bad news. And I was like, good news is I'm on my way. Bad news is I have a UTI. I'm in a lot of pain, but I just took my pills and I'm like hoping that they kick in. They kick in. They kicked in around like seven and we started our night at 6 30 so I was only in pain for like 30 minutes and then I was like in the clear nice so you gotta just get back on you can't be cocky I can't be no more cocky girl I am drinking my d-manos daily I have my pelvic floor physical therapy next week thrilling yeah it's you're on the road to recovery I'm on the road (laughs) to recovery permanent recovery but do you want to know what's so funny when we were in Palm Springs um there was some woman on the lounges like they were six feet apart from us, but it was really basically just like us, like our scrubbing in crew. And then like this other crew, like on the other side of the lounger. Do you not remember them? Yeah, I do. Okay. So she was supposed to get married that weekend and there were actually nurses. Two of them were nurses. And so I started talking before you guys all got there. I started talking to them about like our podcast. It's called scrubbing in blah, blah, blah. Somehow I got on the subject of UTIs with this girl and she literally Can't imagine was how. Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> She goes, oh my gosh, I get them so bad too. And I literally gave her my Instagram and I was like, DM me and I'll give you all the things. So she DM'd me when we were like super wasted. And I like wrote her back and gave her like my UTI underwear, the pills I take. Like I gave her like a laundry list of things that I've been doing. Women supporting women. (laughs) Shout out to Morgan. (laughs) Um, Speaking of, our mask, our scrubbing and mask are now on the website. They are on the website. They're super cute. I was just thinking because we ended up giving them. We had an extra one, and we gave them one. Oh, Remember? right, 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 right. Um, so, yeah, the masks are available. So um, we will put the link in the the description of the podcast, and we'll probably do some swipe-up links for y'all to shop. Yeah, the show in the show notes. The show notes. That's like in the in – the, when you listen to the podcast? The details like, yeah, section. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. rant for a sec please pay apps are way too public what happened some rando hearted a payment from five months ago and i realized people can see my entire history who i'm paying like full names it's super weird yeah it's weird how are you paying your friends then apple cash it's all in messages you can literally send cash like a text and it stays between friends random people can't see it did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than the mom stuff she did for me. The laundry, cooking, and driving. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. 
My mom moved to the United States of America, did not know English, learned English, rode her bike to Long Beach State to get her degree so that she could. I mean, she is literally like my Whoa. hero, my shiro. Yeah. Shiro, for my shiro. sure. That's amazing. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending my mom farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And we got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so that you can send some too. Here's why we love the Books company. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. Books has modern designs and unique flowers that you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick a delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code SCRUBBING for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code SCRUBBING. Books.com promo code SCRUBBING. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. This week, May 6th through May 13th, Rakuten is having their biggest cashback event of the year. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Ulta, Good American, and Dyson. And top categories like fashion, beauty, electronics, and home essentials. I'm so excited to shop for all new makeup and even some pet products and treats for my dog, Sunny. And during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger than ever. This is the perfect time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can save by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, Rakuten deposits your cash back directly into your PayPal account, or they can send you a check. Rakuten has 15 million members who are already saving, and you can be one of them. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. So go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers, get it. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gym, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They know the feeling, and their authenticity experts live for it. When that sneaker sole hits the court and hits you right in your soul. When catching a streetwear drop means everyone else is catching envy. When that watch seems to stop time, that handbag drops someone's jaw faster than they can say, I want one. And that shiny piece of jewelry puts you right in the spotlight. If that's the feeling you're after, satisfy that craving at eBay. That's where the thrill of the find meets that feeling of real. Go ahead. Type it in. Anything. Hit search and boom, you'll know when you find it. Let's call it a real scroll stopper. Right next to it, you'll see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee. That's how you know it's the real deal. And that's also how you know that eBay's got your back. They're making sure that authenticity is always in reach with real experts checking the things you love. Shop with confidence knowing that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is authentic through a hands-on, detailed inspection by real people who are real experts and love this stuff just as much as you do. Sneaker authenticators who make sure each pair is as authentic as it is fresh. Streetwear experts who know real head-to-toe. Handbag authenticators who've had a handle on all the details. 
Watch experts who know all of the watchouts and jewelry experts making sure that jaw-dropping peace is jaw-droppingly real. eBay's authenticity experts are on a mission to make sure when the thing you love arrives, it's as authentic as your style. All this to say, when you find it on eBay, you found it for real. So hit that buy it now button with confidence. And when it finally hits your doorstep, know that the only thing unreal is the moment you unbox it. Knowing it's authentic without a doubt, that's something you have to experience for yourself. At eBay, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Wait, has anyone watched The Dirty John Season 2? It's the Betty Broderick story. Does anyone know this story at least? I don't think I do. That's so interesting because even before watching the show, I remember hearing about this. It was like in the late 80s. Refresh my memory. Okay, so I guess it would be considered a spoiler alert if you're going to watch the show and you don't already know the story. But basically this woman, this this couple in San Diego, he, they've been together since like college. Um, He is a like really well-known lawyer like, really wealthy, rich. They have the perfect family, like the beaver, is that Cleaver Beaver? (laughs) Yeah, the Cleavers, yeah, leave it to Beaver. Yeah, Yeah, they have, like, that perfect family. And then he ends up having an affair with his secretary, who's, like, a younger woman. But his wife literally, like, helped him financially get through med school and law school. She basically sacrificed her whole youth for him and then, like, loved him, did everything for him. And then he had an affair, and he he literally, it was a lot of gaslighting and manipulation, and anyway, she ended up going, she literally goes insane. He drove her to insanity. That's my view. He drove her to insanity, because I don't, I did not get the vibe that she was insane before. Um, and she killed, she killed both of them, him and his mistress, who he ended up marrying. Anyways, it's so fascinating, because the whole movie, you're like, you find out early on that she killed him, but you're like, she's crazy, but he pushed her to crazy. And so it's this thing, she's oh. in prison for life, but it's this whole thing of, is she, like, is she really, like, would she ever murder someone again? Is she like a cold-blooded killer? Or did he drive her to a point of absolute insanity that she felt like out of her mind? It's crazy. I want y'all to watch it because I don't like stuff like this because like I uh, yeah, like all this stuff makes me feel so creepy weird. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that like people like this exist. People like what? Like adulterers or murderers? Or murderers what? that like seem normal. You know what I mean? Like you'd see look at them and be like, oh, they seem so normal and like fun. And then like this man led her to crazy to like kill. Like that's Right, because gaslighting is making you feel crazy, making Correct. you question your reality. So mm-hmm. when you're really good at it, I guess you can really drive a person insane. And he, I mean, it was it was things like he had full custody of the kids with he had uh, she had limited visitation rights, and he had to uh, approve them. And so the, she the got, father, yeah. And so she got it's so gnarly because I feel like normally they lean on towards the side of the mother courts. Well, I well he was a lawyer. He was like. Uh, he was like a mat, you know, he knew how to swing the system. But Yikes. at one point he gives her visitation rights for, she gets to have them on Easter. And so it show. and like I said, this is a series, so I don't know how much of it is exact, but sure. in the show, 
She decorates the whole place for Easter and has like all this stuff set up, like hidden Easter eggs. And then she goes to get them from school and she sees the ex-husband pulling out and the kids in the back, like he picked them up. And so she like is chasing him down on the street and the windows are down. And she's like, you said I had them for Easter. And he's like, I changed my mind. Like he was just, Mm. it was, so you're, it's a, it's weird. It's weird for your mind because a lot of people get cheated on. And they don't murder the person, but he also drove her to, you know, I mean, it's hard hard to really justify. But a lot of the people on the uh, jury duty, jurors, Jurors. the jurors were saying like, one of them goes, I don't know what took her so long. Like he understood Mm. her case. Like it was intense, but I'm going to watch more show uh, article uh, documentaries about it because it's fascinating. Mm. But it's true. It's like, can what it, what are the terms when you're pushed to that level of right madness? You're watching that, and I'm over here watching Paris Can Wait, which is like <laughs> super cute. Like, let's go through the countryside of France and you know eat some croissants. I know, and I'm over here listening to Crime Junkies about this girl who got thrown down a, a garbage chute. Oh. Talk about crazy! I can't even look at my garbage chute the same. <laughs> yeah. And the weird thing is I, I get so freaked out by scary stuff. So I have to, anything I do that's creepy, I have to do it during the day. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then just turn it off from my brain. Because if I go there at night, along with the earthquake fears that I still have, it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not good. Oh, my so, God, I forgot to tell you, though. You guys, I have to show you this video. Uh, Mark probably didn't see it because Mark is not really on the Instagram. Hey, hey, hey. I'm very dialed in. <laughs> He's not on the gram. He's not on the gram. Uh, Red Star was cutting our tuna last night, and it just really was just a sight. Oh, man. That was a fun video to watch. And and this is the sort of thing that really gets your motor running. It, it gets me, like, my motor running. And the whole I forgot to mute the videos, but in the videos you can hear him being like, you sicko. <laughs> she <laughs> is sick. You are. It is sick. I told her. I was like, she, she'll send me videos and be like, it turns me on so much when he's on a business call. And it's like a video of him on a business. And I'm like, okay, hey, well, it doesn't do it for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> and it would be weird if it did, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and the tuna cutting. It's uh, it's just the honor he shows the fish all the time. Oh, my it's, God. It's really just unparalleled. Strange. I don't know what to tell you. My favorite part of the video is he has a pretty substantial watch tan. <laughs> and that, that tan lines get me going like crazy. So. <laughs> Everybody kept mentioning that too. Oh, I man. got I got a bunch of the tan line is so funny, and then a lot of a lot of people are agreeing with me that the hands are really sexy. He does. He has nice hands. Mm. I like when a guy has nice hands. Oof, it just. Oof. I walked by him when he was but on I don't, a business no. call in uh, Palm Springs, and he he, he was like a uh, like in like a Wall Street movie. Like someone, he was like, <laughs> "Buy, buy, sell, sell." No, that's the wrong warehouse. And I was like, "Oh man, this guy's in charge." <laughs> Wow. Was, I don't know. I still don't know what he does for a living, but wow. And he paces and he like paces back and forth. And it's like, it's very like, rah, rah. <laughs> I have to agree. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. I know. I know. I'm telling you. It's a lot. And Tanya tries to get this stuff out of me. Like she wants me to have these things about 95P. And I'm like, we're just, I Right, like I'm if like, does I, it turn you on when 95P does this? And Becca's like, yeah, I don't know. 
Am I? Is it okay if it's the answer's no? And is, <laughs> like, is, that is this because, normal? Is that because we're well into the relationship, or is it because you're just you and Tanya just react differently to different stimuli? I think probably a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah, because I think in the beginning you were like, oh my gosh, yeah, in the beginning you were so like me. I know, but no, Tanya, yeah, because you, I did. Yeah, uh, uh, you were worse. I did not have things that I would send you and be like, I'm so turned on by this. <laughs> true, true, true. That's true. I did not get videos like that yeah. from you. However, you were just as bad as I am. Oh, yeah. I mean, I. Yeah. In it, a certain way, but correct. not in the Tanya way that you are. Correct, correct. Okay. Different, different manners of which, but equally as intense. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the old <laughs> ball and chain. It's been two and a half years. <laughs> that is so wild. Two and a half years. Wow, has it really? Yeah. Well, I mean, officially it's been two years. But, like, since we met, it's been since April. Wow. Two years was in April. Isn't that wild? That is a long time. That was longer than a I would have A lot of episodes not talking about my relationship. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Like the first yeah. year. Yeah, because for a long time I didn't even, I didn't even uh, like really address it. I was just like, I'm not talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> so I still fun. can't believe though that it's been two and a half years. I mean, it's been nine months that uh, I know uh, Red Star and I have been dating. That's because wow. the pandemic time has felt like two years in itself. Yeah. Or like two minutes. I can't That's quite the weird decide. Thing. It's both. Yeah. Oh, see, uh, I have to strongly disagree that it has felt as long, if not longer, than it has been. You think so? Yes. I think just because it's just like I think a lot of my life was traveling. You know, yeah. I just I would go places, and so now I feel like I've been. Why don't we travel somewhere? I don't mean tra- so not travel but like why don't we do a Paris night somewhere that you want to go and I can like do it like I did for Red Star oh, for you what? someone help <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be more depressing honestly see that's how I feel I want to go places I want to experience I want to see the crystal blue water and like Bora Bora and oh, I just was in Bora Bora I can totally do Bora Bora on your balcony unless you have created an ocean <laughs> with colorful fish and have you not seen my painting back there oh, i can she, I've seen the painting she's gonna have a bucket just full of goldfish <laughs> for you to look at oh i thought you were gonna get say us some get us some lays i mean i could make bora bora super cute for us some lays lays like the not the oh. chips no. oh yeah yeah, yeah I'm okay. i have a one track mind <laughs> chips should we do that on sunday um, okay, there's a heat wave here right now, so I think, oh, so Tanya and I are having a friend date day on Sunday, and she, as soon as I committed to it, it's been frantic texts about what the theme is for the day. I'm like, can we just be normal and hang out? Like, do we have to have a <laughs> theme for it? <laughs> she's like wait let me read the text okay so first of all this is this is tanya in the pandemic like i just want to make everything an experience do you know what i mean because it's like in the house in the house board so when i have a day that you will commit to me i want to like do it up okay so this is what um she yeah, goes, all i needed was the green light from her and then it was like Pow. yeah tanya was gonna see if you wanted to do a cute friend day sunday I said, um, yeah, I'm down for a day. And she goes, 
Okay, so Sunday, what time? Should we do a chill day, theme day, beach day? What's your mood slash vibe? Oh, Maybe we stay inside and watch Work oh, It. Oh. <laughs> and Becca's like, oh, how do I get out of it? <laughs> yeah, I think I have plans that I forgot about. Work stuff that I will not, I won't have my phone. <laughs> I gave you all the options. If you said you wanted well, like, a chill day, about, we could do a chill day. Yeah, but chill day is not planned. Like a chill day is just go with the flow chill. Anyways, there's a heat wave, so I think we maybe go to the beach or do something where we're like, there's water nearby, unless you know someone with a nice pool that we could go to. It's fine. We could go to the beach. We have a huge pool at the beach Um, or something of that sort. I've been quarantined because of the corona scare, Uh uh Um, so being inside isn't of interest to me right now. I want to be outdoors. prefer to be outdoors. I went, actually went to the beach. So I, um, I have like a, you know, I have like my quarantine and, uh, I've recently entered a couple, I don't know, uh, actually he's not really part of my quarantine. Cause I, when I hang out with him, I kind of hang out outside, but Charlie Puth has been added into my quarantine. Oh. Uh-huh. I can, so I've been going over there and I hang out a lot in the backyard because I don't have a yard of sorts in this apartment and it's been such a game changer I don't think you really like I never I don't realize I and I didn't realize it in the beginning of the pandemic because I didn't leave my apartment at all mm-hmm. how um nice it is to like be in the fresh air what if we did a day where we went up to Santa Barbara and got rented there like those go. uh rented like those little cars that you can drive around the city in and go to the beach and so cute. cute or like the little ones lunches. that you ride the bikes I would prefer to not do... Not physical activity? Yeah. Okay. I like the little motor motor <laughs> run ones. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm... They're so cute. I... Yeah. I'm down. Yeah, great. That sounds fun. Okay. Sounds like an adventure. Yeah, yeah. I just can't get in the sun because I don't know if I, if you guys can see this, but oh, like... She's pulling her shirt. Okay. Oh. You see that? Burnt? Yeah. She has a weird side boob sunburn yeah so i was in the sun i put like 50 i put like 70 spf on because i i'm so white that i don't tan i just get burnt and so i'm like really good about my sunscreen but um i forget that i put on my sunscreen and then i like move my bathing suit off you know what i mean so i don't get like gnarly tan lines but then i don't have sunscreen on the spots where i like move the bathing suit so i just have like these like red triangles around my boobs it's like so painful i can't even sleep on it Oh, yeah, it's it's quite red. Yeah. Speaking of, we didn't celebrate the uh, one year anniversary of the lost hydro flask. Oh right. Um, I got so many messages saying like, <laughs> "R.I.P." to that hydro flask. Yeah. I would love to go back to Newport, Rhode Island. That was the best. I know. It was such a fun weekend. You I'm were so with uh, Senor Butterfly at that time. I know. I thought about that too. That was Senor Butterfly days. Yeah. 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 But you still consider the butterfly super significant. That's still a theme in your life. Correct. I find interesting. Because I think to me, it was like a symbol of like hope and love. Do you know what I mean? Like it was a symbol of hope and love and in like good men being out there. So for me, like now the, the butterfly is a symbol of like hope and love. Okay. So you've just redirected what Correct. the butterfly is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that about yeah. you. You just can make your brain say no more. This is what it means. Perpetual optimism is a force multiplier. Whoa. Say that again. (laughs) That will be a new Tanya quote. Perpetual optimism is a force multiplier. It's actually really funny. Uh, We were uh, cleaning the um, some sort of 
Italian parsley or something. It was for the mussels that we made for our Paris night. And Red Star found a bug in it. He was like, I'm just going to pretend like I didn't find a bug in the parsley. And I was like, hey, at least we know it's fresh from the garden. Oh, yep. <laughs> you just like, positivity. Yeah, there we go. optimism right there. Yeah, yeah. Um, wait, we're going to take a break, but when we come back, I want to know what your theories are about what's happening on The Bachelorette right now. What a... There's a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be back with that. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than the mom stuff she did for me. The laundry, cooking, and driving. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. My mom moved to the United States of America, did not know English, learned English, rode her bike to Long Beach State to get her degree so that she could. I mean, she is literally like my hero, my shero. Shero, for sure. That's amazing. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending my mom farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And we got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so that you can send some too. Here's why we love the Books company. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. Books has modern designs and unique flowers that you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick a delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code SCRUBBING for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code SCRUBBING. Books.com promo code SCRUBBING. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gym, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They know the feeling, and their authenticity experts live for it. When that sneaker sole hits the court and hits you right in your soul. When catching a streetwear drop means everyone else is catching envy. When that watch seems to stop time, that handbag drops someone's jaw faster than they can say, I want one. And that shiny piece of jewelry puts you right in the spotlight. If that's the feeling you're after, satisfy that craving at eBay. That's where the thrill of the find meets that feeling of real. Go ahead. Type it in. Anything. Hit search and boom, you'll know when you find it. Let's call it a real scroll stopper. Right next to it, you'll see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee. That's how you know it's the real deal. And that's also how you know that eBay's got your back. They're making sure that authenticity is always in reach with real experts checking the things you love. Shop with confidence knowing that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is authentic through a hands-on, detailed inspection by real people who are real experts and love this stuff just as much as you do. Sneaker authenticators who make sure each pair is as authentic as it is fresh. Streetwear experts who know real head-to-toe. Handbag authenticators who've had a handle on all the details. Watch experts who know all of the watchouts and jewelry experts making sure that jaw-dropping piece is jaw-droppingly real. eBay's authenticity experts are on a mission to make sure when the thing you love arrives, it's as authentic as your style. All this to say, when you find it on eBay, you found it for real. So hit that buy it now button with confidence. And when it finally hits your doorstep, know that the only thing unreal is the moment you unbox it. Knowing it's authentic without a doubt, that's something you have to experience for yourself. 
At eBay, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach with eBay Authenticity Guarantee. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I feel like therapy, in all seriousness, it wasn't something I ever knew I needed until I started doing it. And I realized how much of an impact it had on my entire life. I think the thing with therapy that's so good is I think that everybody has an ego. We all think that our way is the right way and it's the only way when in reality there is no right or wrong way. And I think therapy really opened me up to that. Like I'm playing therapist in some of my relationships. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's right. How, that's how much therapy has helped me. Well, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited for your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash scrubbing today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash scrubbing. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back. Um, so there was an, an article that came out recently about JoJo filling in for Chris Harrison. Um, I've obviously talked to JoJo, but I, I don't ask a lot of questions when she's doing stuff with The Bachelor because she's in Because I like to respect the fact that she is, um, like, under contract of what she's allowed to say. <clears throat> so I just knew she was there filling in for Chris while he, he took his son to go to college. So I think she's filling in for, like, a few episodes his role right but the article makes it seem like chris harrison didn't know or something yeah the articles make it seem like they were all corn well i know for sure we all know that they were all quarantining in palm springs for the show and that they weren't allowed to see people um because i actually even hit him up when we were in palm springs to be like oh do you like we're gonna be up here if y'all if you guys want to come and like have dinner and he's like no we're super quarantined you know we can't see other people so Mm -hmm. i think they all knew or that they all, you know, were quarantined. But then he took his son to college, and then he came back, and he can't be around them anymore? I don't He's know. I feel like... He's been out in the world. He's got to quarantine again. It's a bubble. Yeah, but not for – how long do you have to quarantine? 14-day quarantine. Can... There's no way. Standard. That's, that's, that's what everybody's doing. That's what everyone's doing. NBA, know. you know, any TV shows in production, everyone's doing a 14-day quarantine. Well – it's interesting. It kind of brought up the conversation of if Chris Harris, which I don't know why he would ever 
be like, I'm done doing The Bachelor. But it's interesting because it's like, would the show be, would you think it would just be done once Chris Harrison was like, I don't want to do this anymore? Or do you think they could bring in someone like JoJo or Ben Higgins or Caitlin or Rachel or someone that has that like power, you know, I mean, Chris Harrison is hard to follow or replace, but I don't know. I wonder if, I don't think that, I don't like the, I personally like The Bachelor with Chris Harrison. I do too. It like makes sense. It's, it's, he's such a huge part of what the show is. My, my best friend, Laura from uh, Louisiana was so upset that she was like, I, when when Chris didn't choose you, I was so upset because I really saw myself bonding with Chris Harrison at y'all's wedding. It's <laughs> like, okay, there were a lot of steps that had to be made before that ever happened. But right. he's just so iconic on The Bachelor. But it'll be, I mean, there's so much happening. There's so many people who have been spotted. I know, like, what is going on down there? I think they're limited of what they can do creatively for the date. So they're bringing they're on people. Bringing an old contestants to yeah, do but what it's people that they like people love these people that they're bringing back so they're I'm hope I'm sure they're like let's make it a little more fun and bring people on that people fell in love with from the show make the dates more interesting it's caused so much news around the show so well my thought is I would not want I probably wouldn't watch The Bachelor if Chris wasn't the host because like loyalty's up to him and then second of all, I just want to go on the record and say that I picked Dale for Claire from day one. No. Yes. You did? Yes, Becca. So normally when we, like, normally they film the show beforehand, like before they release the contestants. But since this is one's all weird, they released the contestants before they even started shooting the season. So yeah. there was, like, no way, like, that I could know diddly squat. So I and all they gave you was their name, where they're from, and what they did. Right, that was it. There wasn't so. even like a little blurb, like right. how many tattoos do you have? Like we got none of so that. So what stuff. did you base it on? Why did you pick him? Because so I really went into like Miss Tati Land, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then I also got like vibes from their photos. And this, I just for some reason was like, this is Claire's dude, and I was like. This guy, Dale, is going to win it. And now, allegedly, what the reports are is that she just, like, fell in love with this guy and wanted to, like, leave with him. Okay, so according to um, Us Weekly article, she had 42 men. Claire's original cast had 42 men. She, and I'm just basing Uh, it off of I have powers, you guys. Is nobody impressed with my powers? Miss Tati knows things that the rest of us don't. I mean, not to toot my own horn, but beep, beep, baby. (laughs) Well, now the rumors are that Tasha has become the Bachelorette. Is right. that official? We don't know. I think it's speculation, but heavy speculation. Yeah. Um, whoever is running the show right now has some really attractive men, and I don't know if it's because they took the photos outside of that blue wall or whatever it oh, is. Right. They're like all kind of in their own element. That's yeah. also what I saw too. Like they all had their own vibe. So these feel like pictures that maybe they'd post on their Instagram willingly. Correct. And not a studio shot. Correct. But dang, there are some cute guys. I mean, out of all those 42? guys. 42? Yeah. 42 men? And I said, Dale's the one. Dale's? <laughs> He's got a smile. His smile is warm, is. yet like, it, it, okay, so with Dale, I got this vibe of like, he's warm, 
but like he's protective of his woman. His smile says, come over, but his eyes say, I will hurt you if you hurt my girl. <laughs> so he's fierce. Yes. Mm-hmm. Protective. Soft and fierce. Oh, strong and safe. Strong he's and safe. safe. Sensitive. Uh, do you want to know the guys that I would go for just based off of their photo yeah. if I were the bachelorette? Um, Noah. Let me see. Okay. What? He's <laughs> not cute. Impressed. Not impressed. Okay, she's not impressed. Well, give um, somebody, because for people, okay, but here, for the people that are listening that don't know who these people are. Look him up. <laughs> well, no, but like give him a doppelganger. Who would he? Who does he look like? He has a very, I think he has a very like Deanie Baby's look. Ben Higgins and Deanie a little bit. Okay. Hey, he looks like I a nice guy. It. Why does that make you all cringy, Tanya? No, not cringy. Just like not my type. Um, Spencer, I love dark hair and light eyes. What? Okay. What are you laughing at? I'm picking like. <laughs> He's cute. Dark hair and light eyes is a winning combination. Yeah, that's good. The shirt kind of throws me. There's one more guy. To be honest, Dale would probably be in my picks too. So have, do not blame Claire. It's a lot of men to scroll through for this a lot of hypothetical men. situation, but there's another guy. There was one kind of like, uh, like rustic, woodsy-looking guy that I was kind of into. I was like, he's got a chest full of hair for sure. A chest full of hair. Yeah, I saw it poking through his flannel. I was like, ah. <laughs> oh, I hate when you do that. I don't mind it. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. I thought this guy like looked really nice Carry too. On. Collins. Collins, he has a really nice smile. Smile. His smile says, "I will never hurt you." Yes, yes, yes. Mm. He's got some guns on him too. Yeah. Like I like that guy. Yeah, he will protect you. Um, I don't. I don't normally love like super super buff men, but he. I, I liked his smile and stuff. His vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, can we? Do we have emails? Oh, we have some really good yeah. ones actually. Okay, because we didn't. I don't. Correct me if I'm wrong. We did not do. We one. ran out of yeah, time. We did one. We did one. We did, <laughs> no, one. We did one. We did one. We did one. I remember. Easton, what is the email address if anyone would like to uh, get a hold of Becca and Tanya? That's scrubbing in at iHeartRadio.com. This is from Lauren. I recently found a photo on my boyfriend's phone from when he had gone to a strip club for his 21st birthday a few years ago. The night he and his buddies went, he didn't really ask how I felt about him going. He just told me he was going. I was in another state. We'd only been dating a few months at the time, so I didn't feel like I could tell him I didn't like the idea, especially on such a big birthday. After seeing the picture and having an idea of what happened at the club, I feel like I can't erase the image from my head, and it's all I see when I look at him. I brought it to his attention how it makes me uncomfortable that he has the picture saved, and his response to me was, it was one of the best nights of my life. I'm not deleting it. After hours of arguing about it, he finally deleted it, but I don't believe he actually deleted it. I know he has a secret photo album on his phone that the picture probably got put into, and I can't help but think about it constantly. Am I in the wrong or crazy for feeling this way about a picture from 10 years ago? Go ahead. You look worried or something? (laughs) I'm not worried. It's like, I don't think you're crazy. I don't think you're crazy because, like, you're allowed to feel the way you feel, you know? Like, if something makes you feel a certain way, then I think that's okay. I don't think you're crazy. But also, if it happened uh, 10 years ago, it feels like, why bother now? Why bother right? now? But why is he keeping it? Why is he holding on to it? Here's, did, I, I'm trying to reread the um, email. Was it just his friends all together and I they're at the strip? She, like, she didn't say, but I don't think so. I think there's probably a, a, a woman in a state of... of, of Bend. Uh, a bend? 
uh, you know, a twirl. I'm just saying, some she's probably not wearing a lot, and she's probably posing uh-huh. with the guys. That's my guess. It's probably like a provocative photo. Probably yeah. very so. Yes. Here's what I sometimes with things like this, I always wonder: is there an under and something else, an underlying thing where there's a lack of trust in the relationship, like and lack of respect? Because even when I first started dating 95P. We talked about strip clubs, and I said I particularly do not feel comfortable with them. Um, and it was something that we kind of disagreed on, but at the end of the day was respected because it was how I felt. Yeah. And it wasn't something that was so necessary, and it it, didn't, it wasn't like it happened all the time. But, you know, it was just a conversation we had. And um, I think being respectful of each other when it comes to something like that I, it would have been nice if he had even asked your opinion on it when he was going originally. Because even if you said, hey, I don't love it, but and he reassured you that it was just like a good time with his buddies, whatever. But the fact that he didn't even care to, you know, see where you stood on it. Because it is, it is a um, controversial yeah. topic. Um, but I would just, it's weird to me that it became an argument. If it was 10 years ago, he probably has other photos from that night that he could look back on and have fond memories about because whatever, if he wants to relive that night in his mind, great. So this just in, Lauren sent us the photos. Danielle found them. She's oh. sending them to us right now. Oh, oh my you know, gosh, I couldn't be more excited. My thoughts are, and, and they're not great thoughts, but I feel like guys in his situation get into this, you can't control me mode. I get, I do what I want. You can't stop me from doing the things that I want to do mode. When sometimes yeah. it's easier to just kind of capitulate and respect her feelings and understand where she's coming from and find some sort of middle ground. I, I think that him deleting that photo was the right thing to do, but if he's hiding it somewhere, then he hasn't actually done it. And the fact that she's suspicious of that is a red flag that she doesn't trust him completely. Okay. Wait, I don't see it. Okay. <laughs> Wait, this picture. <laughs> this man needs to delete this. <laughs> oh. <There. Okay. laughs> I'm sorry. Everything's changed. Forget everything I said. Let me just. Can we describe this? This dude sucks. I'm sorry. Oh, my <laughs> yeah, God. Yeah, Lauren. <laughs> Seriously? I would be so pissed. Okay. I would be, there's one thing going to a strip club, having fun, l- you know, like watching the performances. Cause those people, let me tell you, those women are talented, what they're able to do with their body. So going and enjoying it and keeping it, um, more about like the group of people and, but that photo is infuriating Describe, to me. describe it, please. Okay. Well, where do I begin? So we don't, he has, his face is blocked out, so we don't see him. He's sitting on what looks like a chair. Oh, that's him? In, in the middle. In the blue, bluish green shirt. The blue shirt. There's a wait, girl wait, wait. in front. Oh. It looks very pr- provocative as if she is insinuating that she is giving him what we know as a blowjob um, with her hand on his chest. And then he has his arms around. There's a girl in each arm facing I away. I literally so cannot. They have clothes on, but it's very little. Like, you can definitely see most of their butts. His hand's on their butt. His hands, he has a hand on each cheek of each woman in his arms. And there are six cheeks in this photo. There are a total of six cheeks, yes. Three women, six cheeks, and one man with his hands each holding a piece of butt. I would be... Lauren, the fact that he... Okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> the fact that he posed for that photo while he was in a relationship is one thing. That's just, I don't have an excuse for it. The fact that he won't delete that because it was one of the best nights of his life is it's called a red flag. Yeah. We can't see his face. Maybe he looks like, like, ah, no, get away. Like, I'm in a relationship. <laughs> right, yeah, right, sure, right, right. True. Like, he just ate a bad Benefit piece of tuna. Of doubt. Look, this photo should have never been kept. This photo is, is evidence. This photo is a sign. The fact that he's still clinging to that, this guy's not ready for a relationship. He's not ready to grow up. He's still a child. This is not good. This is a yeah, teenage boy's that. best night of his life. This is not a grown adult's best night of his life. I would be so pissed. Yeah, and I think, I like I said, if he had it and still was like, oh, yeah, this night was awesome, blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, hey, I feel uncomfortable with you still having that photo. It's inappropriate for you to continue to look at and keep. The fact that he made it an argument is just disrespectful. Right? By the way, it wasn't, I, I think we might have said 10 years ago. It's a few years ago. It was not 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. I'm like, 10, fe- 10 feels yeah. very far away. It's time for him to grow up if he wants to be in this relationship. So if he, if he, yeah, I don't, I don't like it for you, Lauren. And if he, if you don't trust that he didn't actually delete it, I think that's also a sign that there's some yes underlying trust issues that. Message to dudes. Strip clubs, no upside. None. I no, you. you will never. There's nothing good. You're going to have a good time for one night. You're going to pay for it for years and years and years. When you're single, fine, do what you got to do. But if you're in a relationship, it's time to put that behind you. Literally cannot get over that. Yeah, I was not ready for that photo. I'm impressed with how quickly I, Easton photoshopped no, his face I, into that I, photo. That I, was yeah. really fast. I mean, I think Tanya was experiencing this too. It's kind of hard to visualize what's going on without the face in it, and there was just like an empty white square. <laughs> yeah, so it I, was hard for me at first. I, I couldn't. I couldn't really grasp my I head. I filled in the blanks. What was happening in that? I put myself in there. <laughs> yeah, sacrificial. Yeah, yeah. I, I had to. I, you guys, I would be so pissed if I saw that photo on Red Star's phone. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be very upset. I've been to one strip club in my whole life. It was in 1997. It was in Phoenix, Arizona, and I was there with a friend. We went out to watch some baseball games for spring training. We went to a strip club with this other guy, and uh, I was so uncomfortable the entire time I was in there because the first person I saw walked up and she was topless in a schoolgirl skirt and she had braces and i thought what is happening what who was being appealed to with that and i don't want to be around the people that are being appealed to with that and we sat kind of in the back and i just i interviewed the bouncer the whole time because i was very fascinated about what life is like spending every night of your life in a place like this so i asked him 100 questions so he got super annoyed with me and then we ended up leaving but man oh man we're not implying that someone with braces can't be sexy. We're just we saying there was a schoolgirl uniform involved. No, but also, like, I, I, my mind didn't go to not sexy. My mind went to young. Yes. That's what I was going to say. Yes. That's what I was about she, to say. Can she legally be working? I, That's what I was going to oh, say. She, it I think she was very like, of age. She was just trying to imply that she wasn't. Oh, gotcha. I, uh, I went to a strip club when I was 16 years old, uh, and um, I won't name the establishment. They let me in. And uh, I, was, I was in the audience. And uh, this woman came out, her name was Illusion, and she said, do you want to, <laughs> do you want to dance? And I thought she meant like dance, like, would you like to dance with me? And I, I said, yes, I would. And she brought me to a, to a private room. And I was like, how much, how much is this going to cost me? And she, she broke down the pricing. She said it would be, it would be $60 for a nude lap dance, 40 for topless and 20 for with the bikini on. And uh, I went to the ATM because I was 16 and I was like, oh, I'll never get an opportunity for this again. And uh, <laughs> I had $22 in my account 
the service charge on the ATM was $10. <laughs> so I had a, I went to my buddy. I'm like, I need, I need $20 right now. I need it. I need it. He gave me $20. We went to a, uh, a room with like a couch that like lined the like wall of the room. There's another guy in there. He was giving a woman a, a foot massage and I sat down and faint by Lincoln Park started playing and she gave me a lap dance. I didn't know what to do. And I was like, I really like this song. And she's like, so do I. And, uh, she gave me a lap dance. I felt very weird. Uh, I, I wish her well. Those women hustle, and I'm impressed by everything that they do, uh, but that scene is not for me. <laughs> I was going to say, listen, I, I, I went to a strip I didn't actually know that it was a strip club in Miami, but I showed up and quickly realized that it was a strip club. And I will say, there was a moment of just pure admiration watching the talent and the I mean, strength of some of the things they are able to do. They sure, make so much money. Sure. It's amazing. I'm impressed. Yeah, it's amazing. But... I do not want a photo like we just saw no. ever being on my I know. I'm trying to think like if, as I was saying, if, nine, five, if Red Star came to me and said he wanted to go to a strip club, I, I feel like I'd be like, no. <laughs> or I, you know, I'd be like, I'll make a strip club at home for you. Oh, Let's God. try that. <laughs> Next thing we know, Tanya's got a pole installed. Yeah, I'll get a pole situation. I'll be like, bring your dollar bills. Watch Showgirls. You can make a whole thing. Yeah, like have a, a little weekend. have a little hustlers playing in the background. Yeah, it's like Paris night, but strip club night. Yeah, I'm like, you want to go to strip club? No problem. I'll bring it home. Honestly, that could be a fun fun way for couples to get their fix. Might try offer, it. Offer that option. But anyways, wow, I was not prepared for that photo. I had no. I was like, mm. Th- this may be a controversial take. Because we always say what's past is past, you know? What happened before you guys were together, that's in the past. You they were together. They were together. No, I know. I know. I'm just I'm kind oh. of I'm going on a tangent. Um, going off of my, my strip club warning to dudes, I also feel like when you're single, do you have some responsibility to your future relationships to not go, t- go too far in that direction? I know what's past is past, and I'm sure if Red Star told you, uh, I've been to strip clubs in the past. I don't think that would be a big deal for you. But Correct. there are things that would be a big deal. Like, for example, prostitutes, I think, would be a big deal to somebody, even though what's for past sure. is past. So that's right. my next warning for dudes is even though you're single and free and everything else, you're going to have a wife one day and or someone you want to be your wife one day. And do they find out certain things that say a lot about your character? She may not end up being your wife one day. Just keep that in mind. Yeah, we we ask questions, so yeah, just know that we we uh, will a lot of questions. Yeah. <laughs> um, Twenty one questions. Yeah, it is. A, I do. I do feel like it is a controversial topic. And I used to be like, I would never. I used to be a lot more like, I would never date someone who's ever enjoyed a strip club. But now it's more like, if we're in a relationship, please be respect. You know, yeah, be respectful sure. towards me. I, if you're single, I'm kind of a little more. It's more about like that's your moral compass, I guess. Is that fair to say? Yes, it says a lot about you. Yeah. Do, do we have advice? For, do we give Lauren advice? Uh, I think it's red flag warning. Warning. Mm-hmm. We're not saying to end the relationship, but we need right. to set up some be boundaries. Heed with caution. Proceed with caution. Brooke has a quick question for you guys. She says, I'm on my honeymoon right now, which has been mostly hiking and outdoor things where social distancing is doable. My husband and I came to a hot springs where clothing is optional. We were arguing Ew. over if we should wear clothes or not, and I thought about Becca and Tanya. It sounds like something they would not see eye to eye on. Would you go nude in the public hot springs? For sure. So 
in the past, absolutely never, no, no way. But right now in my life, yes, I would. Oh. Yeah. Because I've been to like public, uh, like Korean spas. Oh, we where talked about that. Everyone just watched. That was a classic yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have since become very comfortable with a, my body not, like not over-sexualizing the body because it's just, we're all human and... Um, but I would be, depending on how many people and that type of thing, I'd be a little more. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to be like jumping in a small hot tub with people naked. I'm saying if it was dispersed and I didn't feel like anyone was too close to me. Yeah. Like if we all had our own hot tubs in like a general area. I'm curious if it was Brooke or her husband who, who was comfortable with the nudity. We can only speculate. So when we were on our honeymoon, we went to Sydney, Australia, and we were hiking this place called Fitzroy Island. And there was this map, <laughs> Easton, there's a map. Every, everywhere you'd look, there'd be a map to show you where you are on the island and how much farther you have to go. And at the end of the trail, it, it kept pointing to Nudie Beach. I was like, oh, my gosh, Nudie Beach. Oh, that's interesting. And so we kept going, and it kept getting closer and closer. We're like, really? We're going to do this? Nudie Beach? Oh, let's go. Let's see what happens. It's the beach. Let's go see. So we finally get there. Apparently, there was a great Australian um, Navy admiral named Admiral James Nudie, and they named a beach after him. There was no one there that was naked. But we were ready, and we were very nervous. (laughs) So much anxiety leading (laughs) up. So (laughs) much. That's funny. Nudie Beach. Yeah, it's weird because... I was, I've always been so modest. Like I would change, you know, I'd be like very careful about changing in front of people. And I don't know if it, to be honest, I think it came when I was like going to events and worked with a stylist and it's just like, you just change and it doesn't matter. Um, But yeah, I think that depending on the situation, I'd have no problem doing it, but it would be more just where I felt comfortable. All right. Thank you, Brooke. And Amy says, like so many people this year, my best friend had to postpone her September wedding from this year to next year. She's still having a small ceremony on her original wedding date, but will ultimately have her big party next year. I really want to go to the small ceremony, but the problem is she's having it in Florida and I live in New Jersey. So if I go to Florida, when I come home, I have to quarantine for two weeks, which is fine. I'll do that. I have no problem with that. My fiancé, on the other hand, is very upset that I would even consider going. He told me I'm jeopardizing him since we live together. He would have to quarantine, too, and not go into his job. He told me I'm being selfish and not thinking about our relationship. My best friend told me straight out she totally understands if I can't come, but of course she'd love to have me there. I'm so torn, I can't imagine not being at my best friend's side, but I also don't want to disrespect my relationship. (laughs) This is a tough one because both people are allowed to feel valid and their um like fears or wants or their opinion on this um I would say I don't know because part of me is like you go and then you come back I just don't know if they I was gonna say live together right well they live together but I was gonna say if they had more than one bedroom she could go and just like literally be in one room yeah yeah or like maybe stay with like friend I was gonna say maybe someone who um does isn't having to go into work every day and it's not as um critical about the job situation a friend who's working from home could be a good solution 
Yeah, because yeah. like I think I think you should go to the wedding. I do too. I do, and then but not put your boyfriend in jeopardy when you get back. So quarantine somewhere else. I just don't know where that other place could be for you. And maybe he could maybe he could stay with someone if he has a family or a friend where you know or coworker. What? I'm with the guy like on this that. one, and I rarely say that on this show, oh. but I'm with the guy. I would, if I were him, I would not get kicked. I would not enjoy getting kicked out of my own apartment, so you can go to a wedding in Florida. I would just ask. I'd be like, I want to. This is my best friend's wedding. I want to be a part. It's a big deal. It's hopefully the only one that she has, and I have the option to be there. Can we? Can you meet me halfway on this, and we figure out a way to make this yes, work? Yes, and I think so I that think we both feel comfortable. Too often that conversation doesn't happen. Too often it's, "Hey, I'm going to go to my friend's floor," and he's like, "What? You're risking me?" And then it becomes an argument before you could really just sit down and say, "I'd love to do this. Is there any way we could figure out a way that I could do this? Working together, you yeah. might be able to figure that out." This is this is the advice I'm saying. That's good advice. Have a conversation, meet halfway, see if you can you know, be there for each other by also respecting each other's boundaries. Can you meet me halfway right at the borderline is where I'm going to stay. Stunning. Stunning. Compromise, man. That is the key. It is. I, do you know what's so interesting during this, um, COVID situation, just recently with my sister, um, 95 P and I had to quarantine and I wanted to go to my, uh, my apartment to get something. And there was an argument because 95 P is like, you're exposing yourself to Hink who may have, who may have gotten it from Caroline. And I have, um, a work obligation coming up that I can't, right. I can't move. It's going to be a really big deal. So and in my mind, I'm like, I'm literally going to my house. I, I have a podcast to do. I'll go upstairs, lock myself in my room to do the podcast, and then I'll come back. And it was a, it was this <laughs> compromise because I felt like I was being told what to do, which I am realized I'm uh, something I need to work through um, in therapy. <laughs> and, um, no, it's so interesting that you say that because my um, – I, you know, my sister is kind of like my therapist because unofficially, just because that's like, you know, her profession, but yeah. she's my sister. Um, but she's, cause I talked to her a lot about like, you know, things that are conversations that I have with red star where like, I need to, they're compromise. And she's like, I think this is really good. This is a really good relationship for you because I feel like you're learning how to compromise also while, uh, standing up for yourself and like making sure that your voice is heard, but also, you know what I mean? And he's respecting you and like what you say and meeting you in the middle and like da 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 da. And she's like, for so many years, you've just been doing what you want, when you want, how you want. It's truly the greatest part of being single. single just let yeah, me know. Yeah. Let me say something to all the girls who are trying, like really want to be in a relationship. There are great parts of it, but let me tell you something. When you're single, you ain't got to worry about compromising with anybody <laughs> uh-uh. but yourself so keep that in mind when you're feeling lonely and sad and all you want is a relationship just see the positives of the single life as well but that what you yeah. said before becca about not being t- not wanting to be told what to do i think that's a big one with a lot of people it's a big one for me I... it's a big one for the guy who has a picture from the strip club he doesn't want to delete like what's the big deal yeah. delete it but no he does not want to be told what to do and that's something we all need to work on Okay, yeah. so here's my question. If there's something that you want your partner to do, but you don't want to tell them to do it, how do you do that? Here's here. This is what I'm working through. Okay. 
So um, my therapist, I literally brought this up because I thought, is this a, something that's deeply rooted in something else? And I'm learning a lot of my habits are. Um, and she said, are you, is there a certain, do you do it with cer- certain people? Like, is it 95P or are you, do you do it with everybody if it's, if they tell you what to do? And she, she was like, pay attention to that. So 95P said something after this. And I said, that's what, it's the way you said that. That's what triggers this feeling of defensiveness and feeling like you can't tell me what to do. And so I, I said, it's something about the way you are so direct about something that if you worded it more as, hey, um, I think we should do it this way. Do you agree on that? And it, it becomes more of my, I have a say in it rather than being told. That's what I need. <laughs> oh, interesting. So it's weird though, because I, I never, I'm a, such a rule follower. So if someone says, you can't come in here until you need, you need to put on a mask or you can't come into here. I'm going to be like, of course I'll put on a mask. But for some reason with certain situations, the, the idea of someone telling me what to do and not me not making that decision for myself triggers me and I become very defensive. Interesting. But is that on 95P to change or is that on you to change? I think both. I think we both decided that we can, uh, both approach it. Yeah. Because I need to work on not letting it make me defensive to where it starts an argument. And I think 95P needs to work on doing it, approaching me in a way that doesn't come across so um, harsh. harsh and direct. Interesting. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. So stay single. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) So the moral of the story of this ep- uh, this episode is stay single. Stay single. I'm just kidding. There's a lot of good in compromising because it helps you to become a more uh, uh, complete person. Learning that is a very challenging because we're naturally selfish. Yeah. So to have to adapt to someone else's needs is very challenging. But it's also interesting because I think sometimes too, like, I think obviously, yes, we are all selfish, but I think I'm a cancer. So by nature, I'm very like giving. And so in my mind, I'm always just like, I'm just like always just giving. And then at what point, like, am I going to take a little, you know what I mean? Like, when does this? I th- you've, you've really held your own in this relationship. I though. really have. I know. I thank you so much. I feel very proud <laughs> of myself at times I really do because I I you also have times of crazy that I get texts and I, I say hey get crazy. this out here not with red star yeah, don't, have times don't put him crazy. through this but for sure, for sure. <laughs> I think we all do yeah we all do yeah. we all do yeah yeah um yeah it's been a very insightful episode must say I think also quarantine is making everybody kind of just like reflect on themselves a little bit for you know sure I mean? yeah like seeing mm-hmm. Yeah, like not so even a lot in your life, but like also just like personally things that you do or traits that you may have or things that you want to like change and be better at, you know? Definitely. Well, self-help books over here. I feel like it's been a long episode, hasn't it? Oh, wow. It's almost four o'clock. Yeah. We've really just been been chit-chatting away, giving solid advice recapping the weekend and not drunk anymore oh feels so good to be sober wow the strength i feel um but we will be back next week per usual i 
I, you guys, I get to interview Coach Monica next oh, week from yeah. Cheer. <gasps> I'm so excited. I'm very excited for you. I will not be able to be a part of this interview because I have a very um, important pelvic floor physical therapy <laughs> appointment. That's my first one. Yeah. And I don't want to skip. Yeah. And not postpone, especially now that I have another it's UTI. Okay. I'll hold this one down. And if the scrubbers have questions that I can get to after I fangirl long enough, then I'll ask this too. <laughs> I'm just so excited because I loved the show and I just was like, I Coach Monica's everyone's like coach in life. So very excited about that. I mean, I'm also excited about my appointment too. Like oh, what's it going to be? Like, are they going to go in there or do I like do the exercise myself? Like, I don't know. It'll be so exciting to talk about that more with you next week. Um, so like, what does have, it entail? Like physical therapy on my vagina. Oh, and then we can also talk about our, uh, our friend date day, oh, cute. whatever cute, that cute. may look like. Um, Did you so, decide on chill? Chill day. I thought we said Santa Barbara. Oh, right, right. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Scrubber made a parody song of... Um, oh, right, right, right. Oh. Yeah, I have that ready if we want to end up with that or if we want to save it for next time. I don't know what you guys right. want to do. It is so freaking cute. My favorite part is that she thought his eyes were blue because of my painting that I painted the ocean. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm like... Are we ready to hear this? Well, let's give her credit. Who is this yeah. person? Brianna Soros. Rex. There you have it. And she created AKA this masterpiece. to ask red star if he listened to that and what he thought the parody yeah i'm sure he'd love it you except for the blue eyes <laughs> <laughs> but it's really cute and i love that taylor swift song brie yeah, that was we know awesome. <laughs> we've seen you dance and sit and play it all around just working real hard for that cardigan you know yeah well i think still that holding out hope for that might as well just order you one at this point. <laughs> no! <laughs> I know, you want the Taylor Swift badge. Um, okay, what a great way to end it. Yeah. Y'all are the best. The best. All right, see you next time. Bye! Bye.
Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 Seeds infused tequila. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds Diageo, New York, New York. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. Yes, at Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.